episode 94 of the PS Nation podcast. Glenn Percival here with you along with Mark Sanger. We were supposed to have a third person tonight, but he disappeared. I think Godzilla ate him. Happy birth, New Year. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, Mark? I'm exhausted. Mr. I don't have to work all week. Yeah, but we've been working on our house constantly for the past two days. And I'll be going right back to working on it again when we're done. So we should make this another four-hour marathon? Hell no. (laughs) My body hurts. I'm getting old. I feel like Torgo, except I'm not made of metal. Well, we we could leave, you know, or we could could actually take care of that if you want. We can Mm. throw you out in front of a truck. (laughs) (laughs) And have Magneto rip the metal from your body and put it in me. (laughs) (laughs) You know... It's kind of funny when you mention that because riding that Batman roller coaster, the hanging one, mm-hmm. feels like I, I'm sure how that felt. Because mm. the gravity pulled down on those. Oh my God, I've never heard, had so, so much pain in my life. Wow. It, it is weird. I'll never be riding a hanging roller coaster again. Yeah. So there we go. We grossed everybody out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before we get started, we were supposed to have Martin on with us tonight. And he's nowhere to be found. So, thanks, Martin. Yay. Oh, wait, that's bad. Godzilla. He's probably um, too busy playing games. Yeah, well, we were supposed to have him on to talk about White Knight Chronicles. He's had it for like six days now, seven days, something like that. Uh, so we were going to have him on to talk about that and, you know, join us for the rest of the show. But he is uh, MIA at the moment. So if he pops up while we're recording, we'll get him on here. Uh, but, yeah, no Martin. Ooh, hiss. Uh, also, if you hear a rumble in the background, uh, we have like a lot of weird weather here and Mark's sump pump is running like nonstop. Yeah, that's it right there. I can barely okay, hear off now. it this time. Okay, well. Yeah, he might not hear it. I don't know how much my mic is going to pick it up. Mark's got all this melting snow. We've got eight inches coming tonight. We're Do we really? Kick. No, I've been, it's been snowing here since noon. Oh, it just started here. We've got like barely oh. any. Yeah, it, we're that's not good. We're supposed too. to have a New Year's party tomorrow night that you're not invited to. Oh, <laughs> well, screw you. I'm going to show up anyway. No, you aren't. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I'm <laughs> you're invited until you said you couldn't come. <laughs> Here's your invite. Yoink. <laughs> All right. Well, tonight uh, we really don't have a lot of reviews or anything because um, it's kind of a drought right now. and. We were going to mm-hmm. review White Knight Chronicles, so uh, unless Martin shows up, we don't have that. Um, mm. But we do have some emails. I didn't really have a chance to record voicemails tonight because I was setting up this monstrosity. Uh, for those of you that are listening to the show, I, I, I tried for like, what, I don't know, two months to get the show to actually stream while Mark's at home and I'm at my house, and I get really one-minded about things until I get it to work, so I actually got it streaming tonight. And uh, there's like 24, 23 people watching it right now. So um, this isn't going to be a weekly occurrence or anything like that. It's just something that I wanted to know that I could do. So I set it up. 
Um, <laughs> so I didn't have a chance to do the voicemails tonight, uh, but I will record them for next week. I'll probably actually do it tomorrow. Um, so we've got emails. Uh, we actually found some pretty good news this week. Uh, no new releases. Uh, the Blu-ray new releases. A listener review of Sonic Unleashed. A listener review of Guitar Hero World World Tour. Too much beer. Um, <laughs> what we've been playing, and we'll talk about the hundredth episode and uh, the Midwest Gaming Classic. So doesn't sound like much. All right. Yeah, and tonight well, it's the last I'm episode drinking. of 2008, so it's still special. Oh yeah, it is. It's December 30th, 2008. Mm-hmm. Wow, so many, so many Two. memories. Most of them bad. Next episode will be the future. <laughs> so I don't know if you're <laughs> drinking tonight, but I uh, am on my last legs here of a uh, huge bottle of New Glarus Wisconsin Belgian Red. Which is a humongous <laughs> bottle. That's the one so, you brought over? Yeah, I finally popped it up in the night. I'm drinking one of your Central Waters Satin Solstice Ooh, Imperial satin Stout. Solstice. But the cool thing is, I'm drinking it in one of the two Sailor Jerry glasses that I had bought for myself. So there we go. Sweet. Yeah. See, I'm not cheating on Sailor Jerry because I'm using the glass. <laughs> Somebody said I was cheating on Sailor Jerry. Okay. Yeah, no Sailor for me tonight, otherwise I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> well, that's the problem. I got to get up at 8 in the morning. No, I have to get up at 5 in the morning to get up and run the snowblower for an hour and a half. Do you have to work tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Damn. Sucks to be me. Do you have to work New Year's Day? No, but I have to work Friday. So why aren't you coming to my party? Uh, because we're buried under 5 feet of snow. You got Blu-ray drive. <laughs> oh god (laughs) let's start with the emails okay you want to do the first one you want me to I'll read it hi fellas how's it going you are doing a great job with your podcast when my PS2 died the 360 had just come out and the PS3 was on the horizon I had to fill the gap with something new so I bought a 360 I never liked the thing as soon as I got it the graphics and speed was... Wait. Yeah, I read that right. The graphics and speed was the best I seen at the time, and I was amazed. I mainly didn't like the actual cover. Cheap plastic, also noisy. Anyway, I downloaded a game off the live store called Geometry Wars. I spent loads of time on it. I was addicted. When the PS3 came out, without a second thought, goodbye 360, and got the PS3. Have you heard anything about Geometry Wars for the PS3? I looked on the internet and found somewhere that... After it came out for the Wii, there is going to be a PSN version download. Do you know of a date or anything? You see, it's I live in Manchester, UK, and the weather is always so bad. Weather researchers now know that it's all because Chuck's mom's huge arse is sticking up so high that it makes the clouds with large amounts of rain deflect off her arse and come straight to the UK. Because of this, we buy a lot of PSN titles, and I want this one to be in my collection. Thank you, guys. From Frank, PSN ID, I have no idea how to pronounce this, I'll spell it, A-L-V-Y-C-1-N-U-1. Yeah. People need to start telling us, like, where their PSN ID came from. Yeah. (laughs) We could probably do a whole show on that. I have not heard anything about Geometry Wars on PS3 except for Rumor. Yeah, I would not hold your breath on that one. I think Microsoft's kind of locked that one up. Yeah. Well, but um, I don't know if they've 
since it came out on the Wii, I don't think it's an exclusive though. Well, it's on the DS too. Well, like that's an right. exclusive version on those. It's possible you could get another version of it, but I don't think you'll ever see the original Geometry Wars or even Geometry Wars Two on PSN. Well, I mean, do you really need though? You got Super Stardust HD. Well, there's a lot of games on on PS3 that are similar, like Super Stardust. Well, Everyday Shooter is not that similar, but no. kind of in the same vein. I think uh, what's it called? Blast Factor. It's actually pretty um, decent too. Yeah. Actually, Blast Factor is a little more like Geometry Wars too because it's got that tilt uh, strategy and you have to flip the guys over. There's a little more involved than just shooting a bunch of stuff like the original Geometry Wars. Yeah. So I doubt you'll ever see it on PS3, unfortunately. Yeah. But that's okay. There's other good stuff. And if you have a PC, get Steam and uh, you can download the first Geometry Wars on Steam for like five bucks US. Yep. There you go. All right. Oh, I get a short one. <laughs> uh, this is from Be Wrong. Uh, he says, hi, guys. It's been a while. Okay, to my, on to my question. Uh, Sony is declaring that 2009 will be the year of the PSP, but looking at the PSP's 2009 lineup, I don't really think that it can take the DS this 2009. What's your take on this? I've attached the upcoming games for the PSP in 2009. Thanks, guys. Well, the problem is the list that he sent us is pretty incomplete. Those are the yeah. ones that are known. Um, I think we're actually going to see a lot of stuff for PSP, like downloadable titles like they've been doing. Um, as well as the UMD-based stuff. Right. Yeah, it actually does look a little sparse. Ooh, Fa- Fantasy Star Portable's quarter one. Ooh. So, I don't know. It's not... You can't look at it like beating the DS anymore because the PSP is not going to beat the DS and the PS3 is not going to beat the Wii. Right. It It's going to exist on its own and it's not like if it's in second or third place as the PS3 is, that means it's going to go anywhere. Right. So just, you know, look forward to the stuff that comes out. I really do think there will be a resurgence in the PSP this year because they really seem to be concentrating on it now. It sounds like it. I mean, but we've yeah. also heard those kind of claims before, so it'd be nice to actually see some yeah. titles, but I don't like think going to be great for a while. <laughs> what was that? I said, like, home's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Home is wonderful. Sony overlords are listening. Oh, that's right. Home is great. <laughs> Um, I totally wasn't slamming it to a Blockbuster employee the other day. Yeah, not at all. Why were you at a Blockbuster? (laughs) PSN cards. Yeesh. Yeah, the guy actually asked me, he's like, so I heard that home thing finally came out for PS3. I'm like, it's like, is it all it was supposed to be? I'm like, "Mm, yeah, not so much. (laughs) I'm telling him. I told him it was a beta, though. Yeah, but did you see the the excuse, right? It's just a beta. It's probably going to be a beta for a long, 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 long time. Hey, Gmail is still a beta. Exactly. And I love Gmail. <laughs> so using the syllogistic theory. Anyway. Yes. Sure. <laughs> yes, Death Row. I did have to throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they should bring out for PSP? I don't know if you've ever heard of this game called Galcon. And like Risk in Space. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I should bring that out for PSP. Have you played Galcon? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, number three is ending right. me. So I don't know if you want to skip over to number four and I'll do three after you. Sure. All right. Okay. Hey, guys, girls, and any other guests. Omega Spider 227 here. Grim Jaw Tiger on PSN. That's Grim with two M's. Uh-huh. 227. I used to love that show. 
Mary. Of course, this email has a question. Otherwise, it's useless. Question is, what's up with these games that have some unknown place that no man has returned from? Granted, I haven't seen these too often lately, but when I do, it, it evokes a certain thought. If no man has returned, how do you know this place can do what it is rumored to be able to do? I'm going to take Final Fantasy IV as an example since I've been playing it most lately. Cecil is to this mountain is yeah, Cecil is to this mountain and becomes a paladin. It is said that no man has completed this path or returned. If that's true, how did they know he be can become a paladin here? Sorry this email is so long, I just need a few people to answer this. I'm sending this to all my podcasts. <laughs> well, at least <laughs> he separated CCM the messages on and that the didn't send email. them all to one. Or, you know. <laughs> there you go. I'll just copy and paste it. <laughs> this is it for me and no Chuck's mom jokes since I am to suck with jokes. Yay. Um, uh, I'm going to guess that it's that way because video game stories generally aren't very good. Well, I was thinking that That's my the way we know is because they send a woman in and a woman comes back and tells everybody about it. No mm, man has completed could it. Be. Doesn't say that no woman isn't, hasn't completed it. Mm-hmm. No ma'am. No ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Marcy. Yeah. I don't know. That's been like a fantasy cliche forever. Actually, it's been a cliche in general forever. Right. So, like I said, most uh, there are good game stories out there, but most of them aren't very good. So, yeah, <laughs> don't take it too seriously. <laughs> All right. Then. All right, on to our next one, and it's from our buddy Bubba BBQ. <laughs> um, I always think of that Simpsons thing. BYO BBQ. Um, hey guys, I've been enjoying the podcast and wanted to thank you for your time and effort. That's enough ki- ass kissing, so I will get to my question. <laughs> Uh, I have a 42-inch 720p LCD TV that's a couple of years old. I think it's fine for gaming right now because very few games run at 1080p. My question is about watching Blu-ray movies. My TV does support 1080i, so when I'm watching a Blu-ray movie, should I change the video settings to the PS3 to run at 1080i or leave it at 720p? Thanks, Bubba. Um, you're Nerd out. <laughs> What's that? I said nerd out. Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, your TV is a what's called a fixed pixel display, uh, which means that its native resolution is 1280 by 720. Um, when these TVs say that they support 1080i, what they do is they actually use their internal scaler to run the 720p s- signal. Um, or what they do is they take the 1080i signal and convert it to 720p. That's basically it. Uh, so really the best thing to do is to leave it at 720p because that's the native resolution of your uh, display. Because if you're using that scaler or the video processor within the TV, unless you have like a Sony or Samsung or a really high-end one, um, the PS3's native output's going to look better. That's what I do. Yep. And the PS3 scales mm-hmm. 1080p and 1080i Blu-rays down to 720p. Cool. So there you go. Hey, I heard myself in the background. Well, mute the video stream. Ooh, it is actually. Oh. Eh, who knows? Hmm. It might be a glitch. Maybe I'm hearing myself in the future from the past. Maybe. Because we're recording this in 2008 and everybody will hear it in 2009. No. They'll hear it in 08. I'll put the show out tomorrow. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be Y2K times a thousand. <laughs> 
Is man bear pig bigger? Stay <laughs> <laughs> away from man bear pig. All right. Last one? Yeah, go for it. I'm drinking beer. Hello, Glenn and Mark from Mike PSN 08. Hey, he's on the chat box right now. Hope the holidays went well for you two and your families. I heard how you two, or I heard how you two for the past several podcasts felt about Sony making trophies mandatory as of January 2nd, 2009. Honestly, I find trophies are a joke, and to me, it takes away from the real fun and value of getting that high score or the ending you want to see when it's all done. I guess me going on 38 and being an old fart in gaming might not mean much to others out there, but remember chasing other people's high scores in the arcades since 1980. I played Pac-Man, Double Dragon, Afterburner 2, and so on to get the high score. I just want to say people out there should watch two good documentaries on getting high scores. They're called The King of Kong and Chasing Ghosts Beyond the Arcade, which Chasing Ghosts was shown all December on cable. Check out the Chasing Ghosts website to see if it's still on on either Showtime 2 or Showtime Next. Both have the famous Billy Mitchell, who is a real asshole, <laughs> and other famous people who get their highest scores in the arcade arcades eons ago. Both are great shows to learn from. Again, to me, trophies take away from the fun in the game unless you can earn points to buy games in the DLC and the PSN store, which I doubt will ever come true. Love the live show. It was a blast to listen to on my iPod. Oh, home is okay, but it need. <laughs> But to me, it needs a serious facelift and loading times from place to place sucks. Happy New Year's, and I can't wait for the Killzone 2 demo from GameStop. Oh, have you heard of Galcon? It's like a space version of Risk. <laughs> There's also a free first taste demo out, too. Last thing, the Dark Knight rules, and I watched it on Blu-ray 12 times now. See you all in March at MGC. Thanks, Mike. 12 times? That's like a lot of time. I haven't even gotten it yet. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Well, first, let me just say Afterburner. Hell yeah. That's my new ringtone on my iPhone. I love Afterburner. Me too. Had, actually, uh, I was thinking, like, that's one of the few arcade games I'd actually want to own with the stick and everything. Yeah. We had one with the full, like, the six degrees of motion, whatever. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That was awesome, awesome too. <laughs> I haven't seen Chasing Ghosts yet, but King of Kong is an awesome movie. Everybody yeah. really should watch that if they're a video game fan. I've probably seen uh, it from what Terry said. Then. Chasing Ghosts is, is really good too. I've heard it was good, and but not as I, good as uh, King of Kong. Yeah, and apparently Billy Mitchell really isn't an asshole. They just kind of portrayed him that way. I don't know, dude. I hear from other so, people that he is an asshole, know. but he hung out with the, the the DGR guys once, and they said he was. Yeah, fun. I think he's probably just got a pretty decent ego on him, and. Well, I mean, some of the stuff that looked like he did in King of Kong was asshole-ish, so who knows? Yeah, you can I won't call him an asshole until I meet so him, much. and he's an asshole to me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Killzone Two demo coming from GameStop. I don't know. I hope it's not an exclusive for too long, so that other people can get a hold of that demo, and hopefully, the demo is of like the final build of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Motorstorm Pacific Rift where hey, let's release this code from two years ago. Aw, uh, Jeff called me an asshole. Man, but I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's the asshole. Yeah. And you'll be happy to know he didn't touch the three sixty at all when he was at Terry's. Yeah, but he was wearing Xbox pants. Well, you know. Man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. <laughs> Terry was wearing some too. Really? Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Everybody quits VG Evo. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. 
<laughs> all right well martin's still not online so i guess we'll take our first break and when we come back we'll do the news <clears throat> all right mic check check one two all right sweet yeah we're set got my beer got my doritos check my perks here yeah yeah sweet i'm gonna kill me some terrorists ain't never gonna know what hit him that's right bitches i'm coming for you get ready to reap the whirlwind game set match motherfucker get ready there's no stopping hey hon can you help me carry in the groceries son of a bitch every damn GamersOnlyOlder.com Because carrying the groceries is not an achievement. Welcome to the Goons of VG Evo Network Podcast Affiliate. Happy birth, New Year. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> All right, Today well, is Jeebus' birthday. What was that? No, it's not. Stop reading. We're, we're recording here. I'm not reading. I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> On a very special <laughs> ABC after school special. Uh, all right. On to the news. First one comes from the PlayStation blog, which is out at blog.us.playstation.com. You're welcome, Jeff. And uh, John, <laughs> what is it? Diamonin? Diamonin from Capcom uh, made sure. a pretty big post. And is kind of going over like what his five favorite PSN remakes were. Uh, and then he's saying that basically we're going to get a lot of stuff from Capcom for the PlayStation 3 next year that I think might be exclusive. He's kind of hinting at it at least. Uh, at least the stuff I for the PS1 it. we're going to have. Yeah, I think we'll probably get PS1 stuff, but I doubt we're going to get exclusive downloadable remakes. Right. Yeah, you never know. Maybe Sony actually ponying yeah. up some money for a change. And if Strider HD isn't one of them, I quit. <laughs> oh, but it'll never be as good as your, what you're expecting. True. Actually, a Strider <laughs> HD would be pretty badass. So, yeah, it would. Yeah, they're, uh, they're talking quite a bit about, about, blah, 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 about a lot of this stuff. Uh, of course, no details whatsoever, but it is nice to see that they're actually going to, quote-unquote, go back into the vaults and pull out some games for uh, the PSN, so... Anytime we can get some more PS1 downloads is a nice thing. Word up. <laughs> Hang on, I'm typing. Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> God. Oh, on to the next one, Mark. I thought you'd like this one. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this game, actually. Uh, Cross Edge is confirmed to be coming in March 09, or X Edge, as some people like to abbreviate it. This is that kind of strategy RPG that combines a bunch of different properties like uh, Capcom's Darkstalkers. It's got some Disgaea characters, a bunch of other characters from games I've never played. I don't know. I have, I've had the Japanese demo downloaded for months, but I have not even touched it yet. So I, don't, I know it's got like a shit ton of downloadable content in Japan too, mm. but I never actually heard if it was good. So we'll see. I'll probably rent it. All right then. That's coming out in mm -hmm. March. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Or JRPG goodness, at least. Or kind of JRPG. JRPG. Uh, mm -hmm. Next one. But everybody this should be playing Persona 4. <laughs> this one's probably the biggest news item of the week uh, that everybody's been talking about. 
The PS3 costs 53% less to make now than at launch. So they're pretty Yay, close. So why to, aren't they dropping the price? Well, that's what everybody's asking too. It sounds like it's down Zaku's to like Zaku's on the chat box. Bucks. Zaku, why aren't they dropping the price? Yeah, Zaku, why aren't they dropping the price? So um, hopefully we'll see it. Dave Reeves came out again, uh, the president of Sony Computer Entertainment of Europe, and and <laughs> Zaku Reeves. <laughs> um, he said that oh, we don't see a price drop in the future, but I'm sure he's been told to say that too. Mm-hmm. No, hopefully we see one. I agree. It needs to happen. Everybody agrees. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. My sump pump agrees. <laughs> All right. Am I the next one? Yep. Okay. Penny Arcade episode two features a game ending glitch. Lovely. They're gonna. They're working on a patch. Yeah. Apparently, there's some glitch in there that corrupts the save game and freezes it. So yeah, sucks for people who bought it. Haha. <laughs> um. They are working on it, but since, you know, it's the holiday and everything, it won't happen till January-ish, hopefully. Lovely. Oh, and I love the comments on uh, PS3 Fanboy, because there's some guy who's all pissed that Sony employees are, you know, actually taking off for the holidays and not working on this. <laughs> like, uh, seriously. Yes. How dare they take a day off? They should all be sleeping in the office. Yeah, because he said something about, like, I don't think Xbox employees get to take off or something yeah right <laughs> whatever right. jesus christ people it's a video game people I mean, it does suck if you're trying to play it i haven't even finished penny arcade episode one so i haven't bought two yet um i do plan to but i'm glad to know about this now so i won't bother until they patch it right i don't even have the first one mm-hmm. it's fun like it could be better but it, it's you know fun little romp and if somebody was going to buy it now, I'd kind of, you know, it's 15 bucks, right? Yeah. I think they dropped it to that. I'd almost wait till it was like 10 or they bundled them all together. They're not bad, but since it's episodic, that's going to end up costing a lot in the end. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think it's going to cost more than a regular game unless they go only or if they stop it four episodes. Yeah. But it is funny. Like, Tycho wrote all the dialogue, so it's actually kind of fun to go around and read it all. I just like that the fruit truckers in it. And, yeah, well, a little overdone because it's like the first enemy you fight over and over and over. Well, but there's a lot of fruit in the world. And it <laughs> must be fucked. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So says Torgo. Yep. That's my, uh, is that, can that be my ass Oops. point of the week? No, you, you own that. Sure. You own that. Yeah, I got to start doing that like every week next year. Hey, at the end of the show, let's do our New Year's podcast resolutions. Oh, God. Sure, put me on the spot once again. Hey, hey, it works better that way. Yeah. Things always work so much better when we don't plan them. Yeah. Because I love the th- uh, PS3. Yeah, nice job. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right, last news item. Kojima is directing two new games simultaneously. Uh, I don't know. If the, is this rumor or fact now? Uh, yeah, I think they're probably both three. I haven't been on the internet in like a week and a half. Well, I know it's it's tough being off work and supposedly working on your basement, like you've been doing for the last. Yeah, hey, I've been months. away from computers so long. Although I have been like checking my email on my fancy ass iPhone. Oh, check your email, but don't go to the internet. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, well, in an interview with uh, Famitsu. Uh, Kojima states that he's directing two new games simultaneously within Kojima Produ- Productions. 
God, I can't talk tonight. Uh, while one game, which is destined to be announced first, is being developed in the traditional Kojima produ- Productions style, his second title is being developed by a newly restructured team within the company and will be focused more towards the Western market. That's probably that supposed first-person shooter we're going to get because he visited right. Infinity right, Ward and all that crap. So, uh, so he's not resting on his laurels, kids. It'll be... Uh, mm-hmm. Metal Gear first person, Metal Gear FPS. I thought that was for iPhone. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, do we know anything that's hitting uh, PSN this week? Uh, no. All right then. I I, I seriously have like barely been on the internet for like the last week. Yeah. So I have no idea what's going on in the world of video games. (laughs) Thank God you're not on some kind of video game podcast or anything. Hey, sometimes real life gets in the way. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. Uh, there's like nothing this week. There's no new releases. For Blu-ray, the only thing we got is the Batman Anthology on Blu-ray, which is um, two good movies and two eh, movies. Uh, it's the same DVD set. comes out on the 31st. Uh, so this is, and when they're saying it's a first press limited edition, whatever. Um, I have the set, even though you get Batman and Robin with it. You can just use that as a coaster. <laughs> man that movie sucked yeah yeah I, I saw that drunk and it was still awful the only good thing about it is you can mute it and look at Uma Thurman walking around on that poison ivy thing that's about the only good thing about the yeah. whole movie I just bought like that Batman and Batman Returns I think that was earlier this year or maybe it was late last year like Best Buy I had them each for five bucks so I picked them up they were fun to watch again after not seeing them for a while, but ugh, <laughs> I'm not going to bother to buy them on Blu-ray. <laughs> like Batman Begins and uh, Dark Knight, hell yeah. But I, like- I, I still like Batman and Batman Returns, but not enough to watch them over and over in HD. Well, the other problem is the print for the first Batman, I've never seen a real clean print of that. Even in high def hmm. on HD net, it just always looks kind of grainy. I don't know what he shot it on in terms of stock. All right, well, we'll take our second break, and when we come back, we will do the two listener reviews, since Martin's nowhere to be found. Martin! Martin! Hey, hey, everyone. My name's Dale Coolis, and I am host of the podcast On Tap, found on the VGEVO Podcast Network, or on our new website at ontappodcast.com. And our podcast is a video game alternative podcast. You know, there's a ton of other awesome podcasts that cover the latest happenings of the industry well. So what we do is we focus on reviews, uh, retro reviews, roundtable discussions, and we even make sure to talk about a lot of the dreaded pile of video game movies. If you want to give your iPod or other audio device of your choice something different to listen to, uh, check us out. Look for us on the VGEVO Podcast Network or on tappodcast.com. Thanks. All right, kids, we are back from break. <laughs> and Mark is reading the chat box on the live stream. With, what, 24 people? Not counting you and I? You people are crazy. 27 now. Holy cow. Uh, but I'm not a mod anymore because I accidentally refreshed. Oh, geez. Uh, so Mark and I really haven't played anything new lately. So, and. Actually, actually I have. Well, yeah, but it's not a <laughs> PS3 game. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to hear about that game. 
Uh, we got a couple mm-hmm. listener reviews, so we figured we'd read those tonight since everybody's too damn lazy to record them anymore. And um, <laughs> I don't know, Mark, you want to do the first one? You got the you got the shorter one, the Sonic one. Yeah, it's pretty sure. funny. Sure. All right, go for it. All right, what's the dude's name again? Is this is from Hedges one thousand and one. He gave us a review of Sonic Unleashed some lovely for PS three, I assume. He says, first off, there is graphics. I would hope so. Now, the graphics in Sonic are fairly beautiful, but can only truly be admired during the day sections, which are full of sunny vistas, which even look good when traveling upward of 200 miles per hour. The graphics on the night levels look just as good, but a little generic when you realize the theme for each level. When it comes to gameplay, the game is split up into three sections, day and night, and mission hub. In the day sections, it is a straight-out race to the finish line, with Sonic switching between 2D and 3D gameplay. The switch can catch you out a couple of times, but once you are used to the swap-over, it's all good. You are rated based on score, rings collected, and speed through the level. I would say this is the best part of the game because of its fluidness and lack of repetition in the levels. Next are the night levels, which see you transformed into the Weirhog, Sonic's alter ego in this form. The game slows right down for some God of War-esque fighting. I wouldn't say this is fun to begin with, but when you realize that one combo kills just about everything, you find it all a bit boring. There are even quick time events ugh, thrown in as well, which, if not done right, cause the, <laughs> the Weirhog damage and restore the enemy to full health. What the fuck? Seriously? <sighs> the platforming in this section reminds me a little bit of Prince of Persia, the old one where you die a lot, because of the <laughs> stupid jump mechanics, which require the, the flash level of timing. And finally, there are the mission hubs, which are fairly similar to the Sonic the Hedge, or similar to Sonic the Hedgehog, where where you have to go around and pick up medals. The difference this time includes Sonic running so fast you die every ten seconds. You have to pick up medals to advance the story because certain levels become unlocked once a set number of medals have been picked up. The soundtrack I found to be okay, but nowhere near the level of Sonic Adventure Two on the Dreamcast. But it's bearable, thanks to the medaled up boss theme. To sum it all up, I would say this is worth a rental just to see if you like it. It's a fairly good-looking game with at least 15-hour-long story, even though most of it is metal hunting. Oh, and yes, it does have trophies. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I'll pass on that. I played the the PSN demo of it. It uh, you know, like it actually did remind me a lot of Sonic Adventure with the running and everything, and when it switches to the 2D plane, it's pretty cool. Right. But holy shit, that frame rate, like, I don't like to harp on shit like that, but the frame rate seriously drops. Like, you are going so fast that it actually hinders the gameplay. But the, the demo also only had that. It didn't have any of the Weirhog crap. So they're basically trying to trick you into buying it. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I actually thought about renting this at one point when I had nothing in my Gamefly queue. I'm like, should I rent Sonic? No. Sorry, Sonic. <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs> you are so, so dead to me. See, that's what happens. <laughs> but thank you, Hedges1001, for the review. Yeah, thank God we didn't have to play that game, or we'd have to wait for Ken to tell us about it. <laughs> we'll have his daughter on to review it. <laughs> there you go, because she probably has the game. Yeah, but it'll probably be like what ten bucks in another two months. So two months? You think it's gonna take that long? Yeah, probably not. Well, how long did it take uh, Golden Axe to drop? Not very long. 
<laughs> Here, you won't be able to hear this, but the people at home will be able to hear this, I think. Yeah, that's right. It's Sonic Boom. <laughs> <laughs> the song from Sega CD? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this music is awful. Spencer Nelson should have... Everybody a, always loves the... Like, all the old Sonic fans say Sonic CD is the best one. I I like it, but I didn't like it as much as the original Genesis ones. You know, it the game never really did a lot for me to begin with, but... I remember playing yeah. the Japanese one. I was like, wow, this music's really good. And then I get the American one. <laughs> oh. Who's the dude who did that one? Spencer like Nelson. Crapped on... Yes. That guy was so full of himself. I met him at a CES. Wow. He thought he was God's gift to music. And I went, really? Because your songs kind of suck. <laughs> Sonic Boom. Sonic Here we go. Boom. This is awful. All right, enough of that. I will period. laugh like I can hear it. Ha ha ha! ha. Oh, you'll hear it on the edited version. I just went out and found out while you were talking. Look, I listen to the show. That's true. That is very true. You are a smart man, sir. <laughs> yeah, Spencer Nelson was uh, at CES when I think it was them showing off Batman Returns on CD because of all the scaling and all that crap in the driving scenes. And then yeah. I have it on video somewhere, but um, I want to say the guy is Mark Hunter, one of the original VG uh, um, VJs on MTV, the real thin blonde guy. And they had him mm-hmm. like forking stuff for Sega the whole time. And he'd walk around with this microphone and they had a video camera and they, they would uh, put it up on all the video screens all over the, the Sega booth. And I'm playing Batman Returns on CD. And he comes over, he's like, hey man, this game's awesome, isn't it? You're like Bruce Wayne, aren't you? And I'm like... Yeah, that, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh-huh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and my buddy got it on video. I just got to find the tape. Yes, I was an asshole <laughs> even back then. <laughs> all right, well, this one's a little bit longer. This is um, from Ease TK, and uh, he sends us a review of Guitar Hero World Tour. And he says, since you guys won't touch this with a 10-foot pole... I feel I should send you a review of Guitar Hero World Tour. I got the full kit on PS3. The set list is okay. Some of the songs are great to play, like Crazy Train, Offer Teacher, and Trapped Under Ice, but I think Guitar Hero 3's set list was slightly better. There are a few songs in the game that, would, that feel out of place in this installment. One thing I did notice that was different from Guitar Hero 3 was that the hammer-ons and pull-offs were a lot harder to pull off, so to speak. hi Uh... The window of time is much shorter to press the buttons. Uh, Guitar Hero 3 had some DS- DLC here and there, but time, it seems like Activation or Activision have pulled their head out of Chuck's mom's ass and have DLC lined up for every week, and some of it has been decent, although the songs are still more expensive than Rock Band, which that still doesn't make any sense. Oh, wait, it's Activision. <laughs> Give us your money! Um, the music studio is good for one thing, getting on other people's songs. I will probably not ever make a song in this game because it's pretty damn complicated. Uh, there are some good creations out there, though even I stumbled across a song, someone called Stairway, only to find out I was jamming to Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. (laughs) 
And they, they get Rick rolled in the game. Uh, anyway, the new Guitar <laughs> Hero is awesome. Or the new guitar is awesome. And I must say that the Guitar Hero 3 Les Paul is almost unplayable to me now. Oh. Glad I bought that one not too long ago. Uh, the, str- <laughs> the strummer is a massive improvement and it feel and it just feels right and a lot easier to get uh, through notes when you're fast strumming. The touchpad is a nice addition, but is very difficult to tell where your fingers are, but I do like it and it adds more depth. It'll definitely take some practice to get used to. The mic works. That's all he says about the mic. <laughs> hey, it works. Hey, Gramachi. Good to hear. <laughs> uh, On to the drums. Well, the three pads are good, but the cymbal's not sensitive enough, and I find myself smashing on the cymbals sometimes for it to respond. There's nothing worse in a song when they crap out on you, and you have to hit it harder than you were before. I just recently signed up for the drum tuner, and I hope this will sort out my problem. I heard somewhere in the interwebs that this game doesn't have drum fills, just letting you know it does. Uh, anyway, that's enough rambling for me. The game has its problems, but it's still a decent game. Uh, it also sucks that these drums won't work on Rock Band yet on the PS3. Uh, that is, they better bring out a patch soon because I'll be getting the ancient Rock Band one Christmas time. Hope you guys like the review. Thanks, buddy. Because, yeah, I don't think I'd ever mm-hmm. touch it with a 10-foot pole. I still actually kind of plan to rent it at some point, but... Yeah, the set list doesn't do a lot for me. Yeah, me neither. I think there's 13 songs on the discs that I like. If I remember yeah. Correctly. Yeah. So Martin was going to talk about White Knight Chronicles, but I can talk about it a little bit. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to do a review at all, but uh, Christmas Eve I had to work, and like nobody was there. So a guy in Japan actually did a live stream of White Knight Chronicles, and it, it was actually a really good feed. It, it looked really good, and uh, it was very easy to watch. So I can tell you a little bit about the game. Not a lot. I mean, obviously not as much as Martin because he's been playing the game like nonstop. And actually, that's probably where he is now. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, he's actually got some videos up on Gamersite as well. So go out there and check them out. Uh, they're, they're really nice high def videos. Um, I want the game now that I've watched it. I mean, I literally watched it for six hours. Um, the music is the thing that really stands out to me because, you know, I'd be on the phone or whatever, but I still had the stream running in the background. And the music was just really good all the way through. Uh, the battle music, walking through the towns, everything else, I, I just really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the graphics were really, really good, uh, especially when you're walking around the towns, talking to different people. The cutscenes looked awesome. Um, it didn't seem like there was bad load times anywhere. Uh, the, I don't know. I just keep going back to the music because I really liked it. <laughs> um, let me see. The combat looked like it was more like an MMO, to be honest. Uh, so more like the Final Fantasy, was it 12? But I might mm-hmm. be way off on that. That's why I wanted Martin on. No, 12 was the one I was kind of MMO-ish. It seemed like it when I was watching it. But also, there were people commenting on this guy's stream on NeoGAF, and a lot of them were saying, obviously, this guy doesn't play at a lot of RPGs. Because he was, I guess he was making comments, but they were all in Japanese. Uh, about he was having problems targeting different enemies, things like that. And the people in the NeoGAF thread were all saying, no, it's really easy. You just hit this button and do this. And, you know, the NeoGAF crowd actually seems to really be fleshing it out more. Um, but, you know, I didn't really know at the time because I was just watching the stream. Um, 
the thing that kind of stood out for me was when he actually changes into that white knight uh, to fight some of the bigger enemies. The scale, because he's not like this huge monster building or something like that, he's probably, I don't know, four times the size of his normal self. And how they did the scale, because the rest of your guys are still under you fighting all these other enemies, I just thought the, the perspective was really cool how they did it. Um, I don't know. It's a top-notch game, in my opinion, so far. But, it, of course, I haven't played it yet. I just watched it on a little internet screen. But I thought it was really cool so far. Hmm. Yeah. You should import it. Well, there's no point in doing that. I think the game's going to come out here before a lot of people expect it, from what it sounds like. Really? Just little hints here and there that it sounds like it's going to be out before people think it's going to be. Because a lot of people always expect a JRPG to come out like a year later in the, in the United States. But it sounds like SCEA mm-hmm. has been working on the translation and the localization for a long time already. Hmm. So, I don't know. It's all rumor right now, but I have a feeling we're going to see it sooner than you can think. If Torgo says it, it's got to be no, true. No, 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 <laughs> Just rumors. So, like I said, not a review or anything, but I, I was really impressed with what I saw. Hmm. So Cool. All right. Well, last break, we'll go with hey, what gonna... we've been playing, huh? Okay. All right. We'll be back. Bye. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Game Fans Interactive Distractions presents the 125th Annual Warhawk Wednesday exploding into action this Wednesday and every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at the Amen Sports Arena. Come see world-famous pilots Unistrike. Ah, fuck. Ah, shit. Ah, fuck. Chino. Hey, I'm getting pretty good at this. And the Canadian flying ace, Goffy. Send for bitch if I'm with that. With special guest, Nabo. Hello? Watch in wonder as Torgo annihilates Unistrike again. And again. And again. Warhawk Wednesday. It's awesome. Presented by Interactive Distractions and VG Evo. Alrighty, kids, we are back and we're going to talk about what we've been playing. And I'm going to start off, according to Mark, he has something big. So. I don't. Uh, you know, not playing a lot this week just because of Christmas and all the other stuff uh, and also our weird schedules with doing the live show when we did it. Uh, but just to talk about last night, especially, we, we got together, a bunch of VG viewers, and uh, we played some SOCOM confrontation. Now, once we finally got a game going, which only took about a half an hour, uh, we had a blast. Uh, but the problem was, man, this game needs to be patched so bad. There's no way to go find your friend. You know, even if somebody invites you, you still have to, like, go find the game. Um, we had one where we were going to create a room, and all of a sudden the, the, the server that we were on filled up, so we had to go find another server. Just all kinds of crap. So I hope to death that that patch that's coming out in January is going to fix these problems because that really kills the game for a lot of us. Uh, but we had a blast. You know, once we got in the game... Uh, I'm going to forget names as usual. I was going to write them down too. Uh, I think White Spy was in there, WVO6. Uh, OmniLaw was on for a while. Mr. DeBucket, who is really, really, really good at that game. Uh, DJ Latino. Um, Two Hands Revy was in last night. A couple of people we didn't know, and I'm forgetting somebody else. Oh, Five Cobras, of course. Our favorite stalker. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it was an absolute blast. Once we started playing, we we rotated through three different maps, and one of the funnier part of the nights was the guy was up by where you would drop this satchel, this this explosive, and he was just kind of sniping from up there. And I kind of called it out, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I see this rocket flying across the screen. Somebody shot an RPG right at him and got him. Just blew the hell out of the building. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Sokum, when, when you get it to work, is a great game. It's just, what a pain in the ass. Um, also played some Crash Commando, trying to get better at that game. I'm just loving it. I'm loving the mission objective stuff. I really haven't played too much Deathmatch. It's just been all objectives, objectives. Um... Boy, I really haven't played too much at all. Call of Duty 4, of course. Uh, Call of Duty World of War a little bit, but I went back to 4. Uh, um, I finally... I wish I had taps I could play. I finally deleted the Killzone 2 demo off my machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sad day. <laughs> all right. Uh, nerd. <laughs> um... Playing some PSP, played, you know, some more Pinball Hall of Fame Williams collection. Uh, did not play any Star Ocean, so I need to start playing that. But um, I've got something I'm going to start playing now, and this is because of all of the White Knight Chronicles I watched. So people that are watching the stream, I picked up a copy of Rogue Galaxy. I uh, finally picked it up for the PS2. I am going to start playing this. I'm actually probably going to play this uh, after work tomorrow for New Year's Eve because I don't want to go out and get drunk. <laughs> I gotta save my liver for Saturday. You don't. Um, Why was Saturday? A friend of ours is actually being um, deployed to Iraq for a year, so we're gonna have a party, or I think we're just gonna get together and drink or whatever. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, what else did I play? No 360 at all. Shocker. Um, <laughs> oh, well, here's another funny one. I was trying to put Crash Commandos on my parents' PS3. And it has not been updated to firmware 2.53 yet. So when I tried to update to 2.53 on Sunday, I think it was. Yeah, Sunday. It just couldn't update. Just couldn't find it. Kept erroring out, erroring out. I'm like, well, maybe it's something wrong with their internet. So I went to the web browser. Tried to grab the file. It was only 2K in size. So the file wasn't there. So what, what's up, Sony? That sucks. It's <laughs> bullshit. Because it wouldn't let me sign in to PSN until I did the update. But I couldn't do the update, so I couldn't sign into PSN. Mm. It was like the Catch-22 Yeah, you thing. should get them a 360 instead. Yeah, because they can watch Blu-rays on that. Wait. No. <laughs> Plus, my stepdad's deaf already. He doesn't need to uh, have that 360 blasting in his ear the whole time. Well, it'll remind him that it's on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, also played some Left 4 Dead on PC on my new 24-inch Dell LCD monitor. I think it's so badass. Um, Did Santa bring you that? No, actually, my CRT that I've had for like nine years has started to kind of crap out, and a guy I work with was selling this one used because it didn't fit on his desk. <laughs> so he had to buy a different monitor, and he nice. sold this to me pretty damn cheap, actually. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, Steam had a huge sale. I think it's still going on. So I bought, uh, was it, Peggle Extreme? Peggle Deluxe. Oh. And uh, Bejeweled Deluxe for like 99 cents. And then I got Bioshock. Oh, wait, that was the bucks. first one. Peggle Knights is the sequel. I still have to buy that. I never had, yeah, I had like a, 
I don't know. Whatever. I bought it. <laughs> so I was playing those a little bit. And then I bought Bioshock for five bucks off of Steam, but I haven't even installed it yet. Five bucks. That's awesome. <laughs> I figured five bucks. It's worth the look for five bucks. I actually bought a Stalker. Oh, like, yeah. Was that two weeks ago? Because it was five bucks for the weekend. I'm like, okay, the game interests me enough that five bucks is nothing. My buddy Paul down in Madison loves that game. It sounded really cool, but like when it first came out, didn't it have like a huge number of bugs or something? Um, I don't remember. There was something that kind of killed my interest. Yeah, so I figure, you know, five bucks, what the hell? Yeah. Well, that was that was kind of the same thought process I was going through with Bioshock. I actually spoiled the game for myself because I never thought I'd play it. So I went and YouTubed both endings and all that, but eh, I'll play it around with it. And see. I know it, I know it runs on this PC. I, I played the demo way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, some Tales yeah. of Liberation on the PSP. I'm getting farther than that, but I'm real heavy on the trigger. I keep running out of ammo. Damn it. <laughs> um, I think that's about it. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting like some huge thing, but I... Oh, MLB away at the show over the weekend, as usual. So that's it for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my holiday has been uh, extremely busy. So I haven't done a hell of a lot of gaming, but the one thing I have played a lot of is the Wii. (laughs) Believe it or not. They don't make games for the Wii. Yeah, I I found a couple that I had. I forgot. (laughs) Um, We uh, went to Jess's parents for Christmas and my nephew likes the Wii. They don't have one. So I brought brought it with me and well, he's like seven and likes to shoot things. So. I brought House of the Dead <laughs> 2 and 3 and Ghost Squad. Did you <laughs> see that new House of the Dead they're bringing out? That's kind of like a grindhouse visuals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that looks cool. Like, I, I hate to say it, but like I put a post on VG Evo. It's like Sega says Happy New oh, Year yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. And it, it's a trailer for a bunch of the games they're bringing out early next year. And They've got some cool stuff. Like most of it's not made by them, which is probably why it's cool because they're they're publishing <laughs> platinum games stuff like uh what is that Bayonetta and um, um what's that black and white one for the Wii? Uh, Strange World? No, um, Mad World. No, Mad Mad World. Yeah. yeah. So like they've got and like the new House of the Dead, House of the Dead Overkill. That's what it's yeah. called. So I love the freaking light gun games on the Wii. So I'm definitely picking that up. But we played a ton of House of the Dead over the weekend. Um, a little bit of Ghost Squad. He liked killing zombies better than uh, shooting terrorists. Hmm. So he's ready for the zomb- zombocalypse, at least. Zombocalypse. <laughs> we played a little bit of Mario Kart, and I think that's the first time I've played Mario Kart Wii since I bought it whenever it came out. <laughs> I haven't played that game in it's so true. long. It's, it was kind of funny, though, because we were playing it, and I'm like, man... This was actually really good. Why haven't I played this? And then after like 20 minutes, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's not that exactly. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, the hell else did I play? Well, the, the other thing I played on Wii and the reason Martin probably isn't here tonight <laughs> <laughs> is that I, uh, I imported Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Martin. I had a play Asia coupon, so I got it kind of cheap. A coupon. Um, <laughs> but oh my god, 
this game is worth owning a Wii for. I hate to say it. I love it. I had it at Terry's over the weekend, and the the Indus guys were playing it. It's it's fucking fantastic. This is like this next sequel in the Versus series. It's just it's not as crazy as like Marvel versus Capcom two. Yeah. Since they don't have eighty characters and triple team combos and all that. Um it's toned back a little, but I think that's actually for the better because it feels a little bit tighter than the other ones did. But man, it is so much fun. This is it's an incredible looking game on the Wii, that's for sure. Um well, the video's the not Martin quite as good if you have it on an yeah, it's not quite as good if you play it on an HD TV, but at Terry's we had it hooked up to an SD TV and it actually looked a hell of a lot better. Um, the backgrounds are a little simple, but the characters themselves look good and they're moving so fast and with so much stuff going on. But it feels great. They they changed the mechanics a little bit, so now you only have three attack buttons, right. and it's kind of contextual if you're doing a punch or kick. Uh, and then the fourth button acts as your partner button, so it swaps out your partner, or the, like it'll do the thing where they jump in and attack. So it's more like a Neo Geo game. And also, yeah, a little bit actually. You can still swap out mid game though. But King of Fighters 2003 did well, that. Well, I'm talking about just using the four buttons instead of having a six button control. Oh yeah, four buttons. Yeah, but like Marvel vs. Capcom 2 had gone down to four buttons, and then you had the two buttons for partners. But it, it's good. It doesn't really simplify it that much. You still have the launchers and the supers and the tag team stuff. It's great. Huh. And I should probably mention like the whole Tatsunoko thing. Tatsunoko is a Japanese company that has been making anime since like the 60s. The only thing is not a lot of their stuff has made it here. Some of the bigger ones were Gachaman, which was translated here as Battle of the Planets and G-Force. Right. Um... They did Speed Racer, but Speed Racer isn't in this game. Shit, what else? There really isn't much that has actually made it to the U.S. There's Kashern, which uh, I think made it over here as Kashan, Robot Hunter, and there was a live-action Kashern movie. But, uh, yeah, it's not really that similar. So it's kind of a lot of, like, the spandex-wearing superhero... Power Rangers? ...type anime characters. Mm, you know, I hate to say it, but... Some of them do look like Power Uh-oh. Rangers. <laughs> but the gameplay's great. All the characters are a lot of fun to use. They've got uh, one of the big like giant mech suits from Lost Planet in there. And he's like 10 times taller than all the other yeah. characters. And then there's some Tatsunoko character called Gol Lighton, which is a, actually a, a cigarette lighter that transforms into a giant robot. <laughs> it, it's pretty funny. I love the game, and yeah, it seems to be Wii exclusive, and it's probably staying that way from everything I've Enterprise heard. Stage Japan exclusive, uh, too. That's what sucks. Most likely. Apparently, somebody on NeoGAF had actually tracked down all the, the rights holders to whatever properties had actually made it to the U.S. Most of them had either lapsed or didn't cover games, and then the rest of them uh, were never released in the U.S., so nobody hold, held the rights right. to them. The problem is, if Capcom were going to release this here, they would actually probably have to license all these characters themselves. And I honestly cannot see them doing that for one game. That's a shame. Especially when this is apparently a very low-budget game in Japan. And it, they didn't ship that many of them either. Man. Maybe I should have uh, yeah. it's, modified my Wii. Shh. It's really easy to do. <laughs> Not for me, because I don't have that certain game. <laughs> yeah, just rent it. Yeah, but then I would be 
showing people that people rent Wii games, and I just can't do that. I need to see the downfall of the Wii. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Not when there's games like this to play. <laughs> well, that's true. But the game is fantastic. Uh, if you uh, know how to do unspeakable things to your Wii, which is really easy, just Google it. <laughs> No, not that unspeakable thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how how much I want to say about yeah. that. Um. <laughs> it just sucks that you have to go through things anyway. like that to play a game that good. Mm-hmm. It's horse crap. But it is very, very worth it. Um, what is Mike? Well, it doesn't kill the internet on the Wii if you do it, but you can pretty much never do an official firmware update on it again. That's a shame. And no, Jack Bauer, this isn't piracy. I actually bought this game. And only put the, um, what is it called? Gecko OS loader on it so I can play imports. So there. Um, other than that, I actually took my DS and PSP with me when we went up north, but never actually played them. Huh. I, I played my iPhone. I played Galcon. <laughs> <laughs> it is really good. And yes, it is like Risk in Space. <laughs> That's what I hear. Um, what else did I play? I played Aurora Faint, which I kept hearing was really good. Nobody ever told me it was pretty much uh Planet Puzzle yeah. League. So yeah, it's awesome. Um played I bought a Katamari for the iPhone. Really? Eh it's alright. Apparently when it first came out it was unplayable, but then they patched it so it's playable. Unfortunately, I'm done with Katamari. Yeah. I, I have the first two for PS2. I never bought the PSP or 360 versions. And it's still cool. It's Katamari, but I'm just like, you know, it played out for me. I'm done with it. So, I don't know. It also made me a little motion sick when I was playing it in the car. Well, the one I hear that a lot of people want to play on the iPhone is that Rolando, which is the um, Loco Roco clone. Yeah, and I actually, I'm kind of refusing to buy it just on principle because it is a complete yeah. ro- Loco Roco ripoff. Yeah, it kind of plays differently, but all the aesthetics are straight ripped from Loco Roco, and it kind of pisses well, me off. Well, that's one of the ones I've been playing too. Is we can't say anything about it, but the Loco Roco two, uh, I've been playing that and having quite a bit of fun I, with it. I took that with me, and I haven't even tried you it. You know, yet. it's weird. I never thought I'd like that game. I never played the first one, and I just sit there and. You know, my eyes are just bugging out, and I'm in the planner for like an hour and a half. Cool. It's it's very hypnotic, kind of like your eyes, Mark. That's right. I have beautiful <laughs> eyes. Um, we played a bunch of shit at Terry's this weekend. Lots of classic arcade games on all of his fantastic arcade machines. He got a Gorf machine now. Yeah, somebody mentioned that he's gonna need a bigger house yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, he is. He has like nowhere else to put another arcade machine. Goodbye bathroom. Um, played a little. We played some uh, battle cars. That was one of his tournaments. And uh, Eamon won. Wow. <laughs> I don't think he'd ever played it before. Just that natural instinct. <laughs> yeah. So we had a good time. Lots of gaming. Cool. And uh, yeah, I think that's about All it. All right. Well, we'll get through a couple of the things. And uh, boy, nice short show this week, huh? Yay. Damn holidays. All right. Bleak, Bleak says, so Mark, Valkyria Chronicles is amazing. That's what I keep hearing. I should probably play my copy. <laughs> you suck. Um, all right. A couple things. We've been talking about it uh, for quite a while. We're going to keep talking about it until it happens. Midwest Gaming Classic coming up on March 21st and 22nd of 2009 at the Olympia Resort and Conference Center in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. 
You can go to MidwestGamingClassic.com to check it out. And as you heard on the live show last week, apparently we're going to do a lot of stuff there. But nobody's told us podcasters yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I know. I'll tell you after oh, the show. Oh, gee, thanks. Um, <laughs> I, I actually would say, I actually called in and made my reservation. I would say if you're thinking about going, make sure you reserve pretty soon at the Olympia. Uh, they are filling if- up. It fills up really yeah. fast if it's not full they, already. I, I talked to them the other day, and they said it's getting pretty full. So yeah, definitely. Uh, if anybody else is looking for a place nearby that's not in Oconomowoc, look for hotels in Brookfield or Waukesha. Yeah. They're, what, about like 15 minutes away, right. if that. So you can probably find some cheaper rooms there, too. You're just going to have to drive a little bit. Yep. Um, but, you know, definitely get the res- reservations done soon. Uh We'll talk about all that stuff later. That's three months out, but we have a lot of stuff hopefully planned, apparently. Supposedly. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you uh, go out to the PS Nation forums, you will see that uh, Mark and I have decided on the date for our 100th episode. It will be a live show. Uh, we'll be down at Mark's house again, Mark and Jesse's house again. Uh, we're going to be doing it. Saturday, February 7th, 2009 at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Central Time, whatever. Um, No real details yet, except for that it's going to be live. Uh, We're trying to line up some stuff, maybe some, I'm going to try to maybe get some clips from way back in the day or something, and maybe we can get some guests. Who knows? And no, it's not going to be four (laughs) hours. It's minecart level. Inconceivable. Yeah, it'll be six. (laughs) God. (laughs) Um, so definitely go out there check it out keep your eye on that thread that's where we'll put all the updates um, other than that let's go through the regular stuff you want to send us an email you can do so no. at, let's do our uh, podcasting oh, yeah. New Year's resolutions I don't even know what you're asking for you do it first then I don't know make a New Year's resolution you know how to do that I don't like doing that the year's so long you're gay um, well, my resolution is to actually play some of the games in my backlog. <laughs> um, <laughs> that'd be pretty good, huh? My resolution for 2009 is to somehow, some way get for the PS nation podcast for Mark and I, a debug unit so we can check out games early. That's a good yeah. one. That's my goal. I've got one, uh, specifically for the podcast too. What's that? To actually play games. I resolved to not make. No, I resolve not to make any more Chuck's mom jokes. You're the one that started it. I don't care. I'm sick of it. Wow. <laughs> I'll still read them if somebody puts it in an email, but I'm not making any See, on now, my own. When you said that, you know, all that's going to do is more people are going to email them in. I don't care. <laughs> oh, I started it, but I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so what? Way to go, Captain. Follow through. Things get played, man. Things get played. Yeah. Well... You created the beast. We got to come up with something new. Uh, I think we did. I think Scott did with the whole Galcon thing. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that can only go so That's far true. though until they port it to PSN. Yeah, but does, see, I don't want to play Galcon because it doesn't have a minecart level. <laughs> That's not played yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do hate my own creation now. I've created a monster. You're like Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> well, we could pick up Morgan Webb a little more. There we go. That's our 2009 resolution. More Morgan Webb jokes. So when we meet her at uh, E3 and we have to look down upon her, she can be mad at us. Because apparently she's very short. <laughs> we'll just look up and see her jaw. 
<laughs> She's like a bottom tooth on Family Guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, more Gabe Newell jokes too. All right. Oh God. No, we want him to make PS3 yeah. games. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, are we done with that? Sure. Right. No ass points this week. Um. My ass point is that. Home renovations are a fucking pain in the <laughs> ass. Welcome to home ownership. <laughs> yeah, we've we've almost got my gaming basement back together. Hmm. Um, it'll be ready for the party tomorrow night. Like, not every single little thing is going to be done, but it'll be nice because I can actually finally relax and play some fucking games. That's what you think. Yeah. Uh, Ustreamer41696 oh, says, ass point, Morgan is a Viking. <laughs> Well, she is. Someday we'll talk about how it was actually Morgan Webb's ancestors that discovered uh, America before Christopher Columbus. All right. Let's get through this junk. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, what's that? I was laughing. Uh, well, stop that. That's not allowed here. No. Uh, if you want to send us an email, send it to podcast at psnation.org. That's for anything. If you want to ask us a question, if it's uh, maybe advertising. Um, anything like that, send it to podcast at psnation.org. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail a couple different ways. You can either email it to us via MP3 or you can send it to us on Skype either by calling 920-626-4464 or via Skype by just going to WDT-Torgo. You can also find us out on VGEVO.com. Our forums are out there. You can get to them directly by typing in psnation.org or just go to vgevo.com. Register for an account, damn it. Uh, We're almost up to 2,000 people. It's like really, really close. Um, You can also find us out on Facebook if you type in PS Nation Podcast. Join the group. We're over 300. (laughs) We need to be over 9,000. I knew you were going to say that. Everybody's saying that later. Nerd. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter under PS3 Nation as one word. People are just following us right and left now. It's kind of weird. Um, where else can you find us? I think that might be it. I think that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you got anything else, Mark? Uh, not really. Everybody have a fantastic New Year's Eve and uh, welcome to the future. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. All right, kids, uh, we will see you next week in 2009. No, it was the coldest winter, literally, that I can remember in my life. It, it, you know, it was really nice weather if you were a fucking moose. <laughs> if you had fur on your nuts, it was a festival out there. <laughs> I didn't have a thought the whole winter. Seriously, I spent the whole winter, the only thought I had was, it's cold (laughs) or it's cold as fuck (laughs) halfway through the winter I decided I didn't want to be a comic anymore I wanted to be a bear (laughs) because bears are more evolved it gets cold and what does the bear do he goes I'm going to bed (laughs) this blows And then it gets warm and he goes, well, fuck, time to wake up. (laughs) They've got to stop uh, reporting wind chill. That's nonsense. 
It really is. Uh, I don't know where they came up with it, why they came up with it. It's a lie. If it's, if they, they come out, well, it's 27 degrees today, but the, with the wind chill, it's minus three. Well done, it's minus three, asshole! <laughs> I don't need to know what the weather lo- was like if conditions were perfect. It was just, it was too goddamn cold. And there's no reason for that. You shouldn't have to live under these kind of conditions during the winter. Um, We had a huge surplus a few years ago. And I'd like to figure out where the fuck it went! And we even have money now that could be used for a project that I have to prevent this kind of nonsense. You know, uh, we we just had uh, the president and the Congress, in their infinite wisdom decided that what would really stimulate the economy is a $350 billion tax cut at a time in which every fucking state in the union is broke. We don't have any fucking money. So what the fuck money are you cutting? What tax money are you cutting? What the fuck's being cut? It's not there. It's not fucking there. It doesn't exist. going to stimulate anything if you have nothing to fucking... You just made the money up, you fucking assholes! So as long as they, they think we have that money, then we should use that money to build the giant wall up in Canada. Because that's where the cold air comes from. 